Hey everybody, welcome to The Visitation. I am your host, Crystal Coral, and if you have yet to subscribe to my YouTube channel, please do. I appreciate your support, you tuning in, listening on YouTube, or here on, you know, where you listen, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. I appreciate you guys for being here. Um, Yeah, so... Hi, (laughs) welcome to the Visitation Podcast, and I have a case for you that dates back to 2001. Wow, 2001. So it's about a two-year-old child that disappeared from his front porch one on a spring morning and was never heard from or seen ever. It has gone cold. So if you're wondering, this also takes place in Louisiana. This case is about the disappearance of two-year-old Wesley Dale Morgan. So before we dive deeper into his story, I got to ask you, are you ready to solve the impossible? On May 15, 2001, in the morning, Wesley's mother, Ruby Renee Harvard, brought puppies to her home, according to Source. Ruby was renting a two-bedroom home at the time, and it was located in Clinton, Louisiana. According to reports, her young child, Wesley, who was two years old at the time, was extremely excited to play with the puppies, which she placed outside on the front porch. Ruby told investigators that she had left Wesley unattended outside on the front porch to play with the puppies. She then headed back inside to make lunch, which was pickled eggs. And when she came back outside, her son was gone. Now, I want to add again that this was 9.45 in the morning. She then called authorities to report her son missing after she couldn't locate her son herself. She told authorities he was last seen wearing a gray Mickey Mouse t-shirt with blue shorts that had a green stripe extending down both legs and he was wearing sandals. Naturally, my question is, how long was she inside the home after she left her son playing in the front yard? Now, I'm not blaming Ruby for leaving her son outside unattended. As this was a different time, and maybe her the location of her house did not see a lot of traffic. Plus, Ruby was a young mom. Not that this excuses it, but I wonder if she saw or heard anything outside. Were there windows, you know, where she can see Wesley through that made her comfortable leaving her son outside? Also, did she notice a random car that was may have been parked outside her house or a couple blocks away that she was unfamiliar with. These are the things that if I was investigating this case, these are the things that I would ask. So let's go in more. When authorities arrived, they searched the area. They even searched the woods that was near the house, but to no avail, Wesley was not found. In fact, authorities used the Louisiana National Guard's helicopter, thermal imaging device, and even cadaver dogs to help locate the boy. 
but again, nothing was ever found. Wesley's disappearance even had the state governors declaring a state of emergency in Clinton to help with the search. At This helped fund the search teams. Now, I will say this. Um, Amber Alert didn't exist at this time. I believe it was a couple of years. Actually, it was a year after he went missing that an Amber Alert got established in um, Louisiana. But as a criminologist, we have to look at every corner and figure out who could have taken Wesley or figure out where did he go. So first we have to take a look at Ruby's history to see if there is any custody dispute of any sort or if she had any enemies that may want to hurt her or her child. Also, when a child goes missing, authorities will have to rule out the parents first before anything else as its standard procedure. When authorities questioned Ruby, she denied any involvement into her son's disappearance. In fact, in the beginning of the search, reports state that Ruby had initially told investigators that she believed her son may have chased after a puppy, but when authorities began their search, the story did not add up. I wonder what the authorities discovered in their search to determine that the story did not check out. Now, I did a, dip, a bit digging into Ruby's history, date life. According to local reports, Ruby was a teen mom. And when she had Wesley, her relationship with Wesley's biological father did not last long, but they did share custody of him. I'm not too sure about the custody situation, but I read that Wesley's father's name is Dewey Morgan, and at the time of the incident, he resided elsewhere in Clinton, Louisiana. Now into my research, I discovered that Ruby had an interesting taste in men during this time. But remember, she was just a kid since she was just 19 years old. Now, I don't care if you come at me and saying she's an adult. She's 19. She's still a kid. She's still a teenager. So, and what I'm about to tell you is it's going to make you think, um, a lot about how vulnerable she she is at this time in her life. Before Wesley went missing, Ruby and her son were living with a 37-year-old man named Burnell Hilton Jr. In fact, Ruby was in a relationship with Burnell. Okay, in a relationship. And remember, she's only 19 years old. Although Ruby is considered an adult based on her age, Burnell and her relationship just gives me icky vibes. What grown man who is in his 40s wants a relationship with a child, a teenager, sorry, a teenager? You know, I have my own opinions about this matter, as I'm sure you do too, but let's move forward. I discovered that Burnell had a criminal history and that dated back in October of 1998. According to reports, Burnell's ex-girlfriend had accused him of shooting a bystander in October of 1998 in Zachary, Louisiana. Now, the shooting resulted in the death of the bystander. So after Wesley went missing, Burnell was charged with attempted murder of his previous crime. This was in spring of 2001. Now, I want to add that both Burnell and Ruby were interviewed and both had claimed that they did not have any involvement in Wesley's disappearance. However, based on what was reported to news outlets, 
They both volunteered to take a polygraph test, but they both failed. With Burnell's criminal history and Ruby being a young mom, this did not look good at all. Now, I will add this. Every state is different when it comes to polygraphs, but in the state of Louisiana, polygraphs are generally not admissible as evidence in court, but they can be used in investigations. However, I will also add that polygraphs are also not 100% accurate, as there are other elements that can result in a failed test. So keep an open mind on that. With all that said, police were unable to make the arrest at, you know, to arrest the couple because they had no probable cause and no reason to arrest them. Shortly after Wesley went missing, Ruby broke up with Burnell. Due to her breaking up with Burnell, there were rumors. Rumors started to go around in that town, and that did not look good either. But I'm sure Ruby had a reason for the breakup, and that's that. The big question here, where is Wesley? He is still missing and no one knew where he was. But that did not stop authorities from keeping a close eye on Ruby, as well as the public. Based on reports, Ruby was kept on close surveillance by the police. In fact, what did not help were the rumors. The locals started to hear and believe in the rumors that both Ruby and Brunel were somehow responsible for Wesley's disappearance. Now, you and I both know that rumors spread like wildfire and sometimes can hinder an active investigation. I just want to make a note of that because it happens far too often, especially now with social media. False accusations can have uh, terrible outcomes. So be careful in what you say because you have to make sure it's 100% accurate and from a responsible source. Now, Ruby was questioned several more times, and still the police did not let up. According to Ruby, as she told reporters, she claimed authorities were quote-unquote biased against her due to her lifestyle. Now, remember, she's a teen mom. That doesn't look good when your child goes missing. Now, I will say that based on her views, it seems like she was struggling to get the police to help her, and she may have lost trust in the investigation even with the authorities. I mean, they already have this weird view that she had something to do with her son's disappearance when she may have not. So how can you really trust somebody who's supposed to help you when they have a skewed view of you? Now, through my research, I discovered that after Burnell was charged for his 1998 crime in 2001, and after Wesley disappeared, Ruby began dating another man. This unidentified man was from Eaton, from East Baton Rouge Parish, Louisiana. And then Ruby stopped being cooperative in her son's case. Based on investigation, sorry, based on investigators' account, according to them, she basically shut down and stopped asking questions about her son's case. Well, if you are being accused of having a hand in your own child's disappearance by investigators who are supposed to be helping you, how can you trust them? There's no trust. So already public opinion kind of crucified this girl and basically said that she was responsible for Wesley's disappearance when she had nothing to do. 
yes, she failed a polygraph, but again, there are different elements that can contribute to a failed test. And also, it's important to note that everyone is still innocent until proven guilty. And I feel that, (laughs) I feel like people, the public, tend to forget that. That there is a long process in order to to convince and to convict somebody of doing a crime, you know? But they didn't have, there was no evidence that could show that Ruby was responsible. And rumors don't make a person guilty. It has to be actual evidence. Now, according to authorities on Wesley's case, since Ruby was not helping with any information, they began to look into the new boyfriend she was dating. Now, again, I have my own thoughts about this, especially how the investigators were going about um, this interrogation uh detective work. Uh, I want to know why they assumed that Ruby's new boyfriend had anything to do with Wesley's disappearance. So what let what made them believe that? And here's the thing. So investigators began questioning the new boyfriend and even, even searched his mobile home to see if there was any evidence of the child or any information that he could that could help locate Wesley. After the search was over, authorities confirmed that the new boyfriend was not considered a suspect. Why? Because nothing was found. Again, Ruby began to criticize the police that they were after her because she did not live a perfect lifestyle which I can <laughs> I can agree. So already they think that she has a hand in it. Again, in what evidence? The child is still missing. You're hitting a roadblock. You're hitting a roadblock because you have nothing to go for. And can, trying to convince yourself that someone has an, a hand without actual proof, it's a really bad image. Ruby did not come from money. She wasn't married, so people just assumed that she was an unfit mother. Police still continued to search for any signs for Wesley. In fact, they even hired a psychic detective that was willing to lend assistance, but unfortunately, there was no signs of Wesley. I even read an article on Wesley's case, and it stated that both the public and even local police believed and still believe that Wesley is still alive, even his family somewhere he's alive all right remember when i talked about rumors well here is an ugly one in the town where ruby was living and where wesley disappeared there were rumors that were going around that area that ruby might have sold wesley the crazy thing is is that the police even started to believe that was a possibility there was no evidence to support that claim but to them Ruby's story, his her original story, did not add up. Also, I want to say about this claim, this rumor was stated on multiple news articles, and those sources are linked on my show notes, so you can take a look on that. Now, let's fast forward to 2008. Something would happen to Ruby that would make these rumors seem true. I read in a local news article, again, that it's it's going to be linked in my show notes, that in 2008, Ruby was arrested for allegedly trying to sell her youngest child for $2,000 as part of an adoption agreement. Remember, her oldest is Wesley, 
And I believe based on the news articles, she was still pregnant with the child at the time of the agreement. However, the Attorney General's office, which handled Ruby's case, dismissed the charges, quoting, quotes, that the proposed payment legally covered legitimate expenses. But through the grapevine, this adoption was not legal. So what are we missing? So naturally, I did more digging. And I'm going to share what happened that led to Ruby being arrested and was charged with attempting to sell her unborn child. So Ruby had gotten pregnant and wanted to put her child up for adoption. Okay. She had found a couple that was looking to adopt a child. The couple had met with several lawyers, but according to reports, the couple could not afford legally to adopt the baby. Due to this situation, Ruby and the couple went before a notary and signed a document that made Ruby would give the couple her child for the price of $2,000. Again, just saying that, just, oh my God, there, it could have been worded differently. Now, Ruby's court appointed lawyer Rhonda Covington claimed that the amount of money that was agreed upon both parties was to pay medical expenses, not to purchase the child. However, when the Ruby gave birth to the child, which was a girl, she bonded with the baby and did not want to go through with the adoption. So she backed out. Now, due to the signed agreement and vocal promises, the couple reported Ruby to the authorities because they were pissed. They were like, <laughs> She says she's going to give us a child, but then she backs out in the agreement. So that's how it came to Ruby becoming arrested. Now, authorities who investigated the situation were able to determine that the amount of money was, in fact, had been indeed spent on medical expenses, although the signed contract was still illegal. They do not have any proof that Ruby was intending to sell her child, so... There is not enough evidence to prosecute. So charges, I believe, were dropped. Oh, man. So Wesley's case was reopened back in 2016 in April. And based on an, art, on an online article called Criminal, which is, again, linked on my show notes as well, it mentions that Ruby was happy that her son's case was reopened. I believe they interviewed her in the article, According to this article, it states that Ruby is still living in Louisiana with her husband and two daughters. Many of Wesley's family, Clinton residents, and authorities are still not giving up hope in finding Wesley. The FBI is, is offering an award to anyone with information about Wesley's whereabouts. You see, children don't disappear out of thin air. They don't. And in this case, it's just a puzzle as there are linked, I'm sorry, as there are little information linked in regards to this investigation, such as did the investigators take pictures of the crime scene, fingerprints, interview others besides the parents, or did they just go in and assume, boom, we can't find this child, let's, let's just look at the mom. She looks unfit. She has a, a weird history of dating. Like, did they did they look at the bigger picture instead of just solely her? This is what makes me so frustrated. Based, 
Sorry, I'm I'm just shaking. <laughs> I'm I'm shaking because I'm so angry. As a mom, I I am angry. So based on my professional experience, I feel like when a child goes missing, the parents of a course are the first ones to suspect. What I couldn't find is any information regarding Wesley's biological father. I don't know his alibi. I, I don't even know what he said when Wesley went missing, where he was at. You know, I don't even know what the authorities even said about it because there's nothing available other than public record. Like, I couldn't find anything. So I'm not sure why that is, but maybe there's a reason behind that the authorities investigating the case has the reasons why it's not being publicized. I don't know, but who knows? But what we do know right now is that a child went missing and he's still missing. Wesley Dale Morgan is still missing. Now, Wesley will be about 24 years old come this March 14th. He is a Caucasian male with blue eyes and blonde, um, light brown hair. And if you have any information, please, please, please contact the Federal Bureau of Investigations tip line at 800-CALL-FBI-225-5324. The East Felicina Parish Sheriff's Office at 225-683-5459 or Crime Stoppers at 225-344-7867. Also, I want to know your thoughts on this case. What do you think happened? Or more importantly, what went wrong during this investigation? Again, It was a different time, 2001. Maybe the cops that were investigating were rookies. I don't know. Or maybe they missed something. We all make mistakes. We're human, right? But when it comes to a missing child and when things go cold, we have to go back and look look into things to see what was missed. Now, do you think authorities may have missed some steps when it came to the investigations? Why were they so focused on Ruby? And what other evidence did they have that would make them believe that the mother of this child could have been involved in her son's disappearance? Besides, let me just mention again, she volunteered to take a polygraph. And maybe she was nervous. Maybe she was uncomfortable and that made of, what is it, a, a false uh, failure? That That's possible. There are a lot of things that can go wrong with polygraphs. I have my own view on that, on polygraphs. It's like taking with a grain of salt um, because it's not 100% accurate. Also, I want to know about registered sex offenders in the area that could possibly be suspects. Were they investigated? You know, especially if there's, sorry, especially if there's woods in the area. Were there, there's so many questions. I wish we can go back in time and figure out what happened. So again, please share your thoughts. I'm interested to know what you think. Now remember, whatever happens in the dark will always come to light. I'm a true believer in that. There have been many cases recently involving missing children being found and reunited with their families. Let us not give up hope. Please continue to share Wesley's story. As this does increase the chances of locating him and providing closure for his family. In fact, even leading to new information. Now, if you would like to request a case, please contact me at thevisitationpodcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow me on, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel. 
I'm also on TikTok, Instagram, under the handle of the Visitation Podcast for updates on this case and other cases I cover on the podcast. Now, this episode will be both released on um, my YouTube channel as well as my my podcast platform. If you want to check out how how I look doing this podcast, go ahead. You can check me out here on YouTube. Um, just share your thoughts. Pretty much an open book. Again, I am your host, Crystal Coral. Stay safe, everyone, and we will talk soon.